Ready? Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to a we'll say special edition, uh, a shortened edition of the uh, JOPR. A shortened and slightly chilly. <laughs> yeah, oh, very chilly. Uh, I am Jay. And I'm Orlando. And uh, we are coming to you today, I would say live, not really live. But live from Elmo. Exactly. Elmo, Elmo, however you want to describe it, um, in Austria. So that's really cool. We've uh, been out skiing. Uh, well, we still are out skiing, and that's really good. We've been shredding the gnar today. <laughs> Um, hit a snowstorm this afternoon, so we had a bit of apri ski and thought, you know what, we'll uh, we'll record something tonight. Yeah, and we've currently got the most amazing view <coughs> to our right, uh, just kind of down the valley with hopefully snow clouds coming out over the valley. Um, yeah, it should be a good day tomorrow. I mean, his right, my left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To your left is a lot of beer. To your left, to my right is a beer. I'm I'm so confused when I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. This is dazed as when you land on your head earlier. I don't know what you mean. That was totally not. I right? landed on my knee and then my face. Yes. <laughs> That's a story for... Uh, we'll save that for the actual next podcast. Just because it's really funny. <laughs> and I was gutted not to have my GoPro on. But, I was super glad. Yeah. Um, um, but pretty this way, we've been playing... We're starting to play now. Now the snow's starting to come in. It was terrible the first couple of days. Just pure ice everywhere. Um, slush. So now we've had uh, some snow come down today. It's been really good. And uh, with the skiing, we've sort of just been getting our legs under us, ready to go shred some gnar tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, the call-out started, and it's one of those <laughs> where Orlando made the call-out, went to ski off, and it all just went fucking wrong very quickly. <laughs> so we'll, uh, yeah, we'll save it the story. Was, no, I feel like we're halfway through it. Like, it wasn't my fault. I want to tease it. None of it was my fault. I'm innocent. I've been framed. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to save the story. Just something really funny. Yeah. Um, cool. Whilst, whilst we've been out here, um, turns out the entire world is falling apart without us. Uh, you heard, there we go. You heard, you heard patient zero there. Uh, so it seems that everywhere Jay goes in his travels, coronavirus follows. My God, it really does. Like Coincidence? Week, like a, I think. Like a no. week later, I leave somewhere and it's like, we have coronavirus. And it's like, Isn't the incubation period about a week? Two weeks. Ah. Yeah, yeah. See, it can't sense. be me. It can't be me. <laughs> I don't believe you for a second. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's a bit of a turn-up, actually. Um, so we will get to the sports at some point. Yeah. Um, uh, well, oh, well, it's kind of related, Coronavirus actually. got to the sports by the sounds of things. <laughs> yeah, so I got a thing from the government, uh, well, so we had an advice through about saying that I should be self-quarantining due to the fact that I've been to um, certain places in northern Italy in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Realistically, I've spent the majority of the last couple of weeks in those exact areas in, uh, <laughs> in northern Italy. And honestly, I'm not that worried. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the flu. It, at the end of the day, it's just a new strain of flu. It is what it is. You know, um, not that worried by it. But according to the government, I should be. And uh, yeah, it just seems to be everywhere I go, it follows. Um, we got to Austria Sunday. And on Monday, it was announced that coronavirus yeah. in Austria. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously, is this me? It, yeah, it is. And I haven't even... Hey, I haven't been to China yet this year. I'm not, I'm not going to like... September, so well, no, you can't then, me. then that would give the game away. <laughs> you obviously just coughed on a lot of letters and posted them. Yeah, so it's it's been interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought at first it was just you know BBC scaremongering, which granted, I think again all round, I think it is scaremongering. That's just my opinion, whatever. Um, but I thought it was just the BBC just putting out a ridiculous article about this and everything else. Turns out um, that. Governments are really taking it quite seriously. So they've cancelled uh, or postponed, haven't they? Yeah. Um, Ireland versus Italy. This weekend or next weekend? Uh, this coming weekend, I think. Yeah. I can't remember if they have a break week or not at this point. Um, either way, <coughs> so whether it's this weekend, next weekend, um, probably something we should check before we start chatting about it. Um, but yeah. It's, uh, so it's, it's, yeah it, it's one of those where they've obviously taken it seriously. Um, so big thing for Italian um, sports teams is the majority of them do their like training camps up in either Milan, Venice, those sort of areas. Um, it's just very, it's just, they're, they're very much international hubs to fly out to. So they'll go and they'll meet there, they'll do that. Um, and pretty much as far down as Pisa, they've pretty much got Italy, Italian airports on lockdown right now, um, which is just stupid. But it is what it is, it's what they're doing. And so they're basically saying just Italian fans, Italian teams just don't go. Uh, I mean, that's why Venice has been quite a big thing about it. They had a few cases there and the Italian football team has been doing training camps up there. Ah. And they've been flying out of that. So that's something that they're, they're quite quite hot on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find some more details about the game. 
Um, oh, it's, it's all Six Nation games in Dublin on 7th, of 8th, 7th and 8th of March. have been postponed because of the virus. So all games? Uh, men's and women's, so it'll be the men's and the women's. Oh, so I was going to say, like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Right, so because a couple of people have the flu. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But, I mean, the, but the, more old people die from the common cold yeah. than they do. I, I understand <laughs> trying to kind of limit and mitigate an epidemic and a pandemic and all the rest, but it's a cold. It's, it's a, I give you it's a bad cold. That's a cold. Yeah, so, so one of the guys <laughs> who's with us on our, our ski trip, he's, uh, he's a doctor. And, and we, we were talking to him about this, yeah. I mean, we were we were thinking maybe we'd get him to come and actually explain it, but at the same time, like, he's you know, not what? wearing any clothes right now. So. No, um, it's, it's not <laughs> his position to be giving out any of any advice like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he has to deal with what whatever the government say, and then the mass hysteria it causes. Yeah, they have enough shit to deal with. Yeah, uh, and, and he is basically saying that they are getting no additional mandate as to it actually being bad. As in, when stuff comes in, it's just treat it like the flu. Yeah. You know, like a bad case of the flu, don't get me wrong, you know, we don't have the vaccines for it the yet. flu. But, you know, every year we have strains of flu that just are not, we can't, we haven't got the vaccine because you know, it's just whatever that they consider, they think, oh, what's going to be the most common flu yeah. next winter? Let's just guess and then just make a shit ton of vaccine for it. Yeah, that is the flu. Yeah. So I had a flu, flu dab this year for the first time. Um, you know, I was saying earlier in the earlier episodes that, you know what, I'm definitely going to have it again next year in the hope that I don't die. Yeah. But I did have the flu jab and uh, last November. Coronavirus and then coronavirus spent in different countries. I mean, 18, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I spent, like, most of January, I was just out of it. Yeah. I mean, January? I mean, what? 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 You're a towel. <laughs> so, remind me when coronavirus yeah. started. Um, so, uh, <laughs> April last year? Oh, cool, cool. Okay. I don't need to look into that anymore. Cool, 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 cool. No, 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 just no, no, trust me. Trust me, I'm not talking about <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, so it's interesting. It's now starting to impact the sporting side and everyone's yeah. like, oh, who cares about the sports? Well, mainly because I think the whole thing's stupid. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that it's now hitting that really shows that... I mean, my tinfoil hat is on. Like, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a particularly conspiracy guy, but I do love reading about conspiracies. Yeah. And for once, I'm actually thinking, this, what the <laughs> fuck are world leaders trying to hide right now? Are they just trying to distract us from uh, climate change? They're saying, you know what? If that ain't going to kill you, this will. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, just, you know, I, don't, I haven't seen any of the deaths be anyone who's within the usual healthy then, range. There are many vulnerable people. And I've not seen any death under the age of like 70. No, it's people with... Granted, that might just be the article I read. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, it's people with existing conditions or underlying problems that get, get exacerbated by it, as would any cold. Which sucks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's sad, it's a shame, and we do need to be careful of it for that very good reason. Yeah. However, <laughs> I think yeah. it's a bit over the top. Yeah. Um, so I was supposed to be going to Dubai in a couple of weeks for boat show. And they made this whole song and dance a couple of weeks ago about how it's definitely staying open. That's it. When we're yeah. doing the show, it's good. You know, we we don't have a big concern. But it's Northern Italy is one of the biggest hubs flying yeah. up to Dubai from Europe. So a lot of people will go down to Milan and then cut across on, via Etihad. Yep. So, <laughs> so it's a very common route. They're trying to figure out how to get there now. So I have a strong feeling that at some point next week when I get back into the office, it's just going to be... Be able in like so funny story. <laughs> we ain't flying there now. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how yeah. that goes. But um, yeah, so we haven't really got many details on it. We just thought we'd have no. a bit of a rant about coronavirus because we just think it's stupid the way it's been dealt with. It is a bit. Um, well, for example, now over the top. Not I'm stupid, fairly sorry. sure I'm also meant to now be quarantined. Yeah. So according to the <laughs> official government guidelines, I'm supposed to self quarantine myself for 14 days from the moment I got back into the UK. They then said, well, if it's been more than 14 days and then I should get flu-like symptoms, I should then quarantine for 14 days. So, yeah. It's not the clearest of information, no. but anyone that has been with me within 14 days of me getting back from one of those destinations... Such as this week. ...should also <laughs> quarantine themselves for 14 It's like, for fuck's sake. No. <laughs> so I need to get home and then do nothing for two weeks. Yeah, um, it, it's silly. So technically, everyone on the ski trip with us could just be like, fuck this. Government said we got two weeks off in it. Quarantine. Let's do this. I would try it, but actually, I really want to go to the Dubai boat show. I think it's supposed to be a really good one this year. There's like I'm, loads going on, so I'm like, nah, we'll go. I haven't quite figured out if you get sick pay for that or not. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <coughs> if it's government mandated, you should do. Yeah. 
But hey, you got you got insurance. With your house, you get um yeah, that's you true. Get salary insurance. That's true. Yeah. That, anyway, yeah. Anyway, that's, sorry. That's a whole other <laughs> yeah. whole other ball game. Yeah, completely um, irrelevant. Yeah. Well, nothing's happened at all in the NHL while we've been here. So cool. That's the end. Yeah. Cool. And I wrote on these two cans of beer for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so Jay, the the veil has been pierced with Jay being here because he gets to see my half ass prep. So I've currently torn apart a six pack carrier for beer and written details on there so I know vaguely what I'm talking about for the next part. <laughs> uh, so obviously trade deadline time has yep, come and gone. It has been. Um, and I've actually not followed that closely this year. Obviously oh, I follow... No. <laughs> that means I need to get this right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've obviously followed Philadelphia because yep. uh, I get the notification to see what's going on. <laughs> Who do they pick up? Um, so got Grant. Yep. Came across from I forget who the trade was. Ducks from that thing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say David Grant. Just yeah. for some reason, in my mind. is it actually David Grant. It's David Grant. Okay, good. Mainly because my friend David Grant. We had. I was like, yeah. It keeps throwing me like, is he actually David Grant? Or I just imagine that. I'm fairly sure it's David Grant. <coughs> I could look it up, but nah, it's so, David Grant. Total honesty, I'd never heard of him before. Yeah. Uh, Derek. Derek Grant. Derek Grant. So there Grant. you go. <laughs> so. <laughs> There you go. See, it really had never... We are literally doing this on a, on a garden table on a balcony in, in the middle of uh, the mountains. So Having been drinking quite a bit all day after yeah. skiing all day. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, uh, um, yeah so I honestly never heard of him. From what I know of him, responsible player, will never light it up much. Good depth player. <coughs> yeah, uh, and, and both trades... I was saying both because we're ignoring the bloody minor league for minor league. Oh, yeah. Shit, there's no point. That's I'm not really sure why Chuck's bothered with that because I'm pretty sure it was an yeah. ECHL for an... AHLer who's older, like a bottom line <laughs> yeah. older AHL. Yeah. But whatever, I'm sure you know you've got to keep the farm system going. I'm sure he sees something that's going to help um, get the youngsters up. Whatever, no, it doesn't affect the team um, really. But anyway, so Derek Grant, I think he's one of those that's going to be that depth. I see him as being there to take pressure off Faraby. Yeah, so you can take his time and. Make yes. sure he can actually achieve his potential instead of rushing. But he plays a very different game to Harry, which oh, is where right. Nate Thompson comes in with the other trade. Yeah. So between those two, it takes a lot of pressure off Nolan Patrick, who's been desperately to get back to get himself fit and come back. Yeah. Obviously he can't control that. It's his yep. migraines, but he's he's really progressing from the look of it and the sounds of it. Yeah, that's good. However, when he comes back, he would have missed most of the season. Ah. And this was meant to be his breakout year. Yeah. He's not had that opportunity. He's de- he would have dropped off. There's no denying that. Yeah. You know, it would make sense for him just to sack off the rest of the season, do a conditioning stint to start the year next year in um, the AHL. You know, just just the first month. Yeah. You know, just give him you know se- end of September, beginning of October, get him up a couple of weeks into the season. Yeah. Happy days. You know, it would be good for him get his eye back in. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where Nate Thompson particularly comes in. I'm I'm quite pleased with that pickup. Okay. He's very much depth. Um, having said that, last last night both players were in the lineup, okay. both for minus one. <laughs> okay. Um, that is that the, is the be all and end all of stats. So. Oh, completely. That is it. Um, <laughs> advanced stats wise, they look relatively solid all round. I, I didn't see anything particularly, particularly crazy. That was not very subtle. No, no, I, no. I tried, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, nothing particularly crazy, but nothing bad. You know, like they're there, they're doing what they're doing. Um, the Flyers lines had a bit of a shake up. Um, but yeah, it's, like, it's just providing that depth that we really we need in the Flyers with all these injuries that have been going on this year. Um, so that's about as far as I've got really on those trades. Um, Orlando, who's just run away. I don't know what you're talking about. I was here the whole time. Uh, yes. the, the second last point was a good one I agree <laughs> totally <laughs> just, just the depth that yeah. they brought in there you go um, yeah, they'll probably rotate Faraby I feel like <coughs> Fletcher is a bit upset with Morgan Frost and I don't understand why I think he's been really good every time he's been up he's How's not be, he he's done? not been given he's been great I think he's been very good has he bounced I'm guessing he's bounced up and down a fair bit yeah he's not been as solid defensively but then that's not his game no you know, uh, Farabee's been very good two-way. Yeah. And I think but that's... his game. Like, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think... I feel like Flyers have suddenly become in win-now mode. Yeah. They, the, you know, Hayes has really settled in now. And the second half of the season, he has been unbelievable. And that's what Chuck was looking for. We didn't need any big signings. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I know you can't just sit back saying, well, you've got Oscar, who's hopefully going to be back you know, probably not next year, but the year after. You've yeah. got 
Um, Nolan Patrick, who could be back at any moment. You can't rely on that, but at the same time, it's not a bad thing yeah. to have that mindset when the team is playing this well and winning the games. Yeah. At this point, you would actually you look at the standings right now and say the Flyers are a lock um, for the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, they're also in the Metro, yeah, so literally anything could happen. I mean, you would have said that about Columbus two weeks ago, and they're in danger of yeah. within a week's time they could be seventh in the Metro. <laughs> it's, it's fucking really stupid. Yeah. I mean, the Flyers have pulled away. They have been very good since the All Star break, very consistent. But it again, anything could happen. One yeah. injury and it's over. Oh yeah. Well, the Avs have been quiet and weird all at once. So they picked up Vlad Nemestikov from Ottawa for a four, I think. Uh, which again, depth scoring. I think that's a really good yeah. depth pickup, um, especially for what what it was. Oh, fourth round pick, fine. Yeah. Can deal with that. Um, he's pretty much a rental, isn't he? He's up yeah, this year. yeah. And so, so that's a bargain. If really. it's going on the third, fourth line, fine. I don't. I, I hope that for a fourth round pick, you can't pick up someone for your top two lines if you're going to be good. Um, unless you're Ottawa and just desperately get rid of everyone. Um, <laughs> no, so like hopefully you'll sort in kind of deeper down the lineup and do something good. Uh, we've then obviously made the big trade everyone's talking about, uh, by which I mean no one really cares about this, uh, and taken Michael Hutchinson from the uh, Leafs. Uh, and ex- Hold on. I'm fairly sure he had to go on waivers. Anyway, uh, we <laughs> traded back to them Kelly Rosen. So Kelly Rosen came over in the Kadri Barry trade. Uh, he wasn't seemingly going to make the team, and so he's gone back. Um, so yeah, just what else of... went across in that trade? Because I feel like that's a re- stupid trade for the Avs. Yeah, so the... <laughs> I'm not because Kelly Rosen, while he he's, he had a lot of hype. Um, mm. We were going through the Leafs star. I thought, I mean, I was really excited seeing him play. His first few oh. games, he was great. And then he just dropped off a bit. So, yeah, through training late camp. Late bloomer, maybe. Well, but... through training camp, it was kind of a case of he's not bad. He's just not the best option we have. Oh. And so he's he's stayed in the A. We've got a couple of D men in the A um, who would be depth. Well, who would be depth defenders, but we just don't really need them. Mm. So they've kind of stayed down there. So that's, um, that's, it's a shame for him, actually, on that. I mean, yeah. That's why I think... See, Toronto, I see why... I just don't get why he didn't get more shots, more opportunities. Yeah. Because their decor was struggling. And <clears throat> to me, he's just like Robert Haig um, yeah. for the Flyers. Completely different player style. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's yeah. absolutely no comparison yeah. to the two and play. But Similar scenario. Scenario, exactly. They are... They're good enough to be NHLers. Mm-hmm. Or... Well, they're fringe at the moment. Well, at this point, obviously, at the Haig, I think, is actually really starting to improve this year. Yeah. Still struggling, but you know. Um, but yeah, they're the ones that are in the middle. They're too good for the AHL, yeah. but not quite good enough to have a full time NHL roster spot, yeah. really. Which, I mean, you've got to earn it. You can't just give it to them. So well, you've got to have that 17 yeah. man, haven't you? You've got to have yeah, that person that can be there to fill in. You know that they, they're not going to be a liability. Yeah. They're not going to light the world on fire, but they're not going to burn it down either. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of re-signings as well in there, so not by the Avs, but just across the league. So obviously, uh, Muzzin in Toronto. I'm guessing. I think that's great for Toronto. Yeah, I'm um, guessing you saw it coming as well. I don't think that was a particular uh, surprise. What was him. the A? But I didn't see uh, it. Five, six, two, five. Very good. Very good. Anything under six was going to yeah. be very good work for Dubas. So well, we have what two D men under contract now? Like that are NHL D men. Yes. Um, so we'll have what Riley and Muzzin now. Yeah, and uh, they'll, they'll get Barry done as well. There's no way. Barry's going. I'm not sure. I can't see him going. JT won't let it happen. I'm I'm on the fence on that because I <clears throat> he's been okay and I from everything I saw when he was traded, he was really looking forward to playing in Toronto. And so I think if he had the opportunity to stay in the city he would because Everything I saw was him going... <laughs> it was mainly his D partners going, hey, you always said you'd win the Norris Trophy if you were in Toronto, so go on then. Um, and, like, kind of that, teasing well, that, him. That and Babcock giving him, like, ten minutes yeah. a night in the world's worst situations and yeah. not playing him on a power play, even though one of his greatest strengths is his power play. It is. <laughs> it's I, like, I, come on. As, as a, someone who's watched Barry for years, you he'll have those moments where you get off of... Um, but yeah. he also has those moments where you go, how, what, why, how, uh, where he'll kind of carry it. And Although you're seeing that more and more in NHL yeah. defensemen now. It's become a much more offensive, you know, skill and speed-based game. So the big hitting defenseman, yeah. the stay-at-home defenseman is almost a dying breed. Yeah. And it, well, he starts to open it up. And so when, he, when he's on, you can see he's on and he goes for it and 
all the rest and has great fun. Mm. Um, and it's kind of when he's feeling it and enjoying it that he does the best. And yeah, he just needs to kind of keep doing that. Um, we're currently having rude gestures uh, thrown at us through the class. Um, yeah, my wife is being extremely mature. <laughs> she looks like she's about to teabag my girlfriend, so we'll see um, Anyhow. Um, yeah, so I, I can see there being a fit there. I just hope there isn't a disagreement about uh, cost. Because as long as there's some middle ground, and I suspect both sides will have to give a bit, but that's negotiations. As long as they do that, then yeah, there's potentially a happy ending to the story. So I think he gets the same again. And I think he takes it. Because he has been in, he's come out already and said he enjoys it so much more since Babcock's fucked off. I think he gets a small emotional rise. So like 500,000. Oh, like small yeah. emotional rise. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. that's pretty much it. It's near or near enough what he's on, but full cap value. Because at the moment he's half retained. So they'll go up to full, full value. Yeah. And then fine. Yeah. yeah which will be worth it for the Leafs, I think. Yeah. If yeah. they can get him wrapped up for that, happy days. Um, and after that, give a shit who your other D-men are. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you've got a solid top three. Yeah, you've got Martin, Riley, and uh, well, then you've got Barry. Prospects. Then you've got what Hull, Lilburn, Sandy. Yeah, uh, Dermot. Dermot still. He's been around. very good this year. Jesus, yeah. he is. Yeah, surprised a lot of people. <laughs> you've got a defence there. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, the interesting part of the Muslim one, just flicking back to that, is uh, you've got one year of no move, uh, and then a modified no trade. So. Uh, He'll have to be protected in the expansion draft, which is, I suspect, why he wanted it that way around. Um, yeah. Because he's staying there now. Yeah. Also, not a bad thing. Like, like they're no. not ever going to let him fucking go. Cut <laughs> in the expansion, come on. Yeah. To me, the expansion draft, you're looking at from Toronto. You'll take a forward, surely. You'll take Kerfoot. You'll be in depth, yeah. Uh, Kaplan. I can see it being Kaplan. I could if I thought they'd let them. I, I think they will. I don't think they will. I think it'll be a case of here's a low pick and take this person instead you of forget this Forget how one. short his contract is and Toronto will not be able to afford to re-sign him a second time. That's where I think will be the difference. I don't know because I think they will need to keep some kind of value from him and so I don't think they can let him go so I think it would need to be a trade of some kind. Oh, there might be some like shenaniganery behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but you know it's going to be a shit ton of that after, oh, yeah. after exactly. what happened with Vegas. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of a complete mess with no trade clauses, which we weren't, but we were before. Yeah. Uh, and I'm his, glad you're coming on to this one because yeah. I think I know where you're going with this one. Here's uh, Chris Kreider. <laughs> uh, so Jesus you saw Christ. the number and went, oh God. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you saw the number and went, I bet you I can guess who that is. Uh, mm-hmm. So Chris Kreider resigned for seven years and six and a half million. So, um, right, stop there for a second. Yep. I'm torn. Not bad, not great. You know what? I can see why they've given him the money. You've got to pay someone. But I, Yeah, but I think it's also far too much. He's, he's not a bad player. He's a solid player. I think it's far too long. That's the thing. I could deal the with length that. length of time on that. Years, yeah, that value. Yeah. No issues. Um, you know, if he'd maybe gone you know, five and a half that length, mm. uh, it's only a million, but that allows you to get another couple of, you know, depth players in there. You know, a million's another person on your offer. Completely. And that is it. And I, I feel like that's a big issue there. Yeah. And it's going to make it difficult to move him further down the line. And that is the biggest problem for New York. Well, no, what's going to make it difficult further down the line is there's <laughs> a no move clause. <laughs> and that was, where, that was the next bit. So yeah. I, like, I stopped it just at the value. That, yeah. was, that was a bad thing uh-huh. for that reason. And then you go on to say no move clause and. So he's got a no move clause, and then later he's got a modified no trade clause. <laughs> So I looked into that what boy's they are. a ranger for life, boy. Oh yeah, no, he's terrible. Um, so I I didn't know the difference before I looked into this. A no move clause means you cannot be traded without your explicit consent. So I go, Jay, I want to trade you, and you can either say okay or no. Make me. Yeah. Modified <laughs> no trade has different conditions, and they're all modified no trades. So you can either do it. These are the places I'll go. These are the places yeah, I'll like, go. Yeah, like your 10-team list yeah, kind of things exactly. you hear about. Yeah, And yeah. it can be any number. It could be a 25-team list. It could be whatever it is. It could be a 30-team list. I want to stay here. I could, yeah. Fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, no, a modified no-trade has some kind of limits on it. With the no-move, um, <laughs> you can still be sent down to the minus. Mm-hmm. You can still be waived. So that's all fine. If you're traded your agent has to add an addendum to your contract saying, oh, by the way, it also applies to your new team. So it can carry on with them if you do kind of... So if I went, Jay, do you want to... I'm going to trade you to Philadelphia. Are you okay with that? And you went, yeah, sure, fine, go on. 
if your agent then added it on, I couldn't. Philadelphia couldn't later go. I'm going to trade you to Buffalo. Hmm. Um, well, we see that a lot with the yeah. with the no trade. It, it, it usually does carry across. Well, what that made me think of is Patrick Berglund mm-hmm. and everything that happened with him. And so, as I understand it, he had a modified no trade clause, and as part of that, his agent had to submit a list of teams he would approve a trade to as his no trade clause, hmm. and the agent didn't. And therefore, he had to go. <laughs> um, yeah, so therefore, he had to go. Um, so yeah, so he's got no trade, uh, sorry, no move for the first, I think, three or four years, and mm. then modified no trade after that. So uh, to my mind, that's a lot. Um, I'm, looking <coughs> oh, sorry, these, I'm looking at most of these. I'm looking at most of these in uh, the microscope of well expansion draft coming up. You need to kind of have flexibility because yeah, yeah, it was the teams that didn't have any flexibility. That Maybe that's why they're going with it. Maybe he's going to go up to Seattle. Uh, no, <laughs> um, I think that he wouldn't allow it. Basically, he could live in a nice mansion on the seaside. Yeah, but if he was going to do that, he wouldn't have added all the control. He just gone. Yeah, sure, fine. But. But maybe he wants that so he can use it later. Anyway, yeah. I, I will be surprised if that is what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Um, very but, unlikely. Yeah, but fine. my fantasy world. That's fair enough. He'll run one too many goalies in the east. Now he's fucked and go <laughs> run away to the west with his uh, I mean, tail between his legs. Speaking of goalies, mm. we've got a three-way trade. Giggity. Kind of. So <laughs> it was basically a two-way trade and Toronto got thrown a fifth-round pick to retain some salary. Pretty much. Basically is the third part mm. of that. So, essentially, the trade is Malcolm Subban, Slava Denim, uh, and a f- second to Vegas for Lena and Martins Duzlikius. Yes. Uh, and then, yeah, a fifth-round pick went from Vegas to Toronto to retain, well, that'd be an extra quarter of the salary. So, essentially, Lena's now on 1.4. Mm. Um, so, he fits in Vegas's cap. Um, Which is ridiculous because within that, that means that he was technically traded to Toronto and then traded down. Yeah. Which is fucking So, stupid. technically, the trade was. Make it a soft cap, people. <laughs> it's so, fucking stupid because, like, it basically for Toronto, for Philly, for New York, well, both New York teams, even though the Islanders don't have that much money, yeah. you know, Bruins, it's a soft cap league for them yeah. because they can do shenaniganery to shit. I know the Flyers don't tend to do it. Also, this and actually, I kind of wish they would because Jesus Christ, you can get away with this shit. Yeah, seriously. Well, so what the trades were <laughs> technically, and I appreciate that they they will have been conditional on each other, but it was a fifth round pick for Lena and this prospect, and Chicago traded Subban Denim in a second for a fifth. Yeah, it's one of those trades that like no, just just, just don't think too much about it. The, um, just say it happened. These it are, these guys are with these teams now. Move on. <laughs> just... Now this this may be me being naive, but I don't know much Probably. about the prospects. I don't think they're much. Um, Never so heard of them before. The one that's gone to Chicago is a 2018 fourth rounder. Might have been doing okay, so might end up being a depth piece. Piece. Ah, down Chicago, road. that well-known yeah. development team. Yeah. No. Um, but <laughs> so that uh, actually, it's not been that bad. He's, well, he's <laughs> he's a dean after the University of Denver, so. He's in his second year, so he's got another year before he'll need to worry about being in the college sweepstakes. Uh, and then you've got a second round pick uh, from, sorry, a third round pick from 2013. Yeah. So, fine. He is what he is at this point, which is yeah, AHL. So, okay, <coughs> can deal with that. Um, whilst we were talking about kind of New York and all the uh, ridiculous money they have, I don't know why they traded Brady Shea. So, Brady Shea is a good young defender for them they traded him for a first so fine mm-hmm. getting picks okay I can deal with that but, why? but they're going the right way why would you trade a good young defender now I imagine it's because they think they have better and so maximise maximise value where you can well, you know what but, you can see why they've done it but it just doesn't make sense because you no. feel like they've looked at it completely wrong well he was one of their top two pairing D-men and he was yeah. doing well so he's, he's been solid he's maybe a second pairing D-man on most teams yeah. So, you know what? In the future, he's solid for you. Uh, yeah. I understand that. Um, no, I don't get the trade either. And very interesting, just before we start recording, I checked the standings yeah. after last night. Yeah. So, um, the Flyers got helped out a little bit um, with a couple of wins, or a couple of defeats, should I say, of, uh, of competition for them. So, they've got a nice, nice buffer uh, for the playoff stuff. But in looking at that, we noticed that 
Columbus have fallen right off. Yes, they've had injuries, but even without that, they was they would have struggled to maintain their pace. Um, you know, and what's what's happened really is they have now they're now three games ahead of Florida and Carolina, and also New York. So they're only two points ahead of them. So all of a sudden you've got the Rangers who have been, everyone's been saying they've been dog shit all year. Once all those teams get even on games, if, for example, Florida, Carolina, New York all win all of those games, New York actually jump all of them and go forth. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck is happening? In my mind, they're they're in the hunt. (laughs) Like, they're close. Why are they trying to... But they shouldn't be, though. uh, I think that's more indicative of how absolutely... Fucked up the Metropolitan is right now. So they, 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 they they're getting blinded by the idea of they should be better. Well, are they but doing then, the right thing? But then GM's by also got... away. No. Okay. So, to me, it seems the coach is now blinded by the fact they're they're yeah. actually in a really good position. Suddenly, he's like, oh shit, I was not expecting this. We could actually. I know it says we're seventh, but we could actually turn this around. Mm-hmm. So seventh in the uh, division, top half of the freaking yeah. uh, league. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's absolutely so messed up. Around. It's crazy. Um, and, but you also feel like the GM, um, forgive me for not knowing, but you feel like he's... Is that Stater? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you feel like he's just not paid much attention to what's going on? No. And you know what? I just... I don't know. Is it stay the course? Is it is it 76ers style? Like, trust the process? You know, they're going to have maybe one more year like this where you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And then all of a sudden it's just going to be like, oh, you oh shit, first these six. guys are out Okay, fair enough, yeah. Because that's what happened with the Sixers. You know? It was for years we've been following them and they're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Why are you trading away that guy? Why are you trading this guy? Yeah. What the hell is happening? And then all of a sudden, like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, Where did that come from? <laughs> Granted, this year, they are doing like the Flyers. They just cannot fucking win away from home. But mm-hmm. that's a rant for another day. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it could well be one of those situations. Yeah. You know, it could be one of those that will come out. However, I also... I don't think you can really calculate that happening, though. No. So the Sixers clearly had a plan and a process. Yeah. And it worked. But would it have worked every time? You know, they did get lucky with a lot of first-round picks, and they got very lucky that, you know, the likes of Embiid, uh, Simmons, and that coming through. Yeah. You know, and you just don't quite see hockey having that same depth of draft every year. No. Well, you see it could be mixed. So you've got the Yakupa draft, where (coughs) it was what? Something along the lines of Yakupov, Murray, Galchenyuk. And that was one, two, three. And they should be kind of franchise players. But, I mean, Yakupov... Yakupov, I, I think that was just mismanagement by Edmonton. Yeah, I'd agree. but To an extent. But he also yeah. didn't manage in two other teams. And so no. I think it's, what happened is his development was messed up to the point he was unrecoverable. Um, I've heard that before for Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But... Oh, but yeah, yeah, if that's your one, two, three, that's probably a problem there. Oh um, yeah, it's not a great year. Um, whereas basketball is very much, yeah, and baseball as well. You know, those guys are you're going to get better depth. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, fuck, you got Embiid's from like Ivory Coast or something like. I don't hundred percent know, so I'm yeah. gonna stop on that one so I don't insult anybody. Yeah. Um, Simmons is from fucking Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> He's an Aussie, like <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you know. And these guys, it's a much more accessible sport worldwide. Yeah. Um, I think if football um, or soccer, anyway, so if that was more of a drafting trading situation, it's not. But if it was in Europe, I think again that's another one where every year it would yeah. be just rammed with talent. Yeah. You know, you'd be a ridic- in fact you'd have a much higher turnover. Football's careers would probably halve mm-hmm. in length if that was the case. Um, just because you'd have so much young talent coming through just yeah. worldwide from all these different countries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but hockey, you just don't get that, you know. No. no Even sure. in the cold countries, it's still not the number one sport in a lot of them. <laughs> it's it's no. nuts. Um, what, so, obviously, uh, Shea went to Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, they appear to be loading up on D, which, to my mind, was one of their better areas. So, I know Carolina is having good young D, <coughs> limit, uh, limit opportunities, and then they have enough good forwards to finish them. So you've got people like Cherry Teravainen and Sebastian Ajo and yeah, so we've got Martin Neckas, I think. So my money is Brady Shea being third pairing there. With, quite possibly, Sammy Vatanen. So Which would actually be really good. Yeah. Well that's, that's I, the thing. That's that's not a 
bad second pairing. So they're right. So they're right in the middle of a fight for playoff spot. Yes, they and are. they have lost two or three, including last night, which has been great for the Flyers, <laughs> but bad for them. Yeah. Um, but again, they're in that bloody. They're in that division of doom. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. Like any other division, they would be in like third. Well, so <laughs> it's the Vatican trade was Vatican for Kukunonin, who was a twenty eighteen second round pick, and fourth round pick, and Frederick Cleason. So, I, uh, why didn't the Avs do that? Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. have happily done that. So too. these, these to me, um, Carolina are, are this year's Blue Jackets at the deadline. In yeah. that, they're the only team that's properly going for it. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. We don't necessarily need to make a trade, but you know what? Yeah, we're at the fight at this point. We're not going to get in. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go for it. Like, why not? And you well. know what? If any team has shown in the last two years that they're a team that can. Just go for it and say, you know what, fuck it. Well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. But let's let's have fun trying, you know what? what? And that's, that's, I like that attitude. And I think that's why they've done it. I also have a lot of respect for Brendan Moore as a coach. I think he did a really good job of getting all the players to play for him. Yeah, if you're going to go for it, go for it. And shoot your shot. And that's got to be what, what they're doing with that. Yeah, massively. <laughs> Jay's throwing crisps on the table. Um, <laughs> the only other big trade I wanted to... It's in uh, protest because I ran out of wine. I was trying to, so I was trying to wave. You heard a pause earlier as yeah. I was frantically waving at the girls to try and get them to bring us wine. It didn't work. No. Um, at all. Um, so the other trade I want to talk about was um, Andreas Athanasiu. So he went to Edmonton. Good to see you too. Good to see you. Uh, so he went to Edmonton. Um, what I know him for is his speed. Do you know anyone else in Edmonton who's fairly fast? Anyone fast? I mean, DJ Kerr is pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got a couple of fast guys. I mean, no. no I can't even really think of anyone that's particularly fast out there. No. 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 Oh, okay, well, it won't work then. They had some, like, prospect or something that I think was quite quick. Um, uh, so they got Athanasia for Gagne in uh, 20, 22nd and a 2021 second. So a couple of seconds. And oh, hey, I feel so sorry for yeah. him. He's, um, he's, he doesn't deserve to be moved around as yeah. much as he has. No, but... Hey, if that's your winger for McDavid, you can deal with that. And that, yeah, so that's interesting. So he, so they played, I want to say last night. Uh, so yeah, so last night, I mean, you, your phone's not recording, so uh, maybe you go a quick look. Oh, no. <laughs> last night, I'm pretty sure Anastasia was on McDavid's wing. Um, I have no so idea. So it'd be really interesting that, but... to see. Um, I'm, yeah, the thing was last night. So last night I saw the orders were up. But it'd be really interesting to see how they got on. Because yeah, he's got that speed and McDavid's been just... Shafted with shit wingers for pick a number of years. Wait, how long has he been in the NHL? Three uh, years? Four years? Three years now? He's been a few years, actually. Three, four years now? Wait, McDavid or Athanasi? McDavid. Uh, about three years. Third now. year, isn't it, this year? Oh, no, it's, no, this is his fourth year because it's his first year of his big contract, isn't it? <laughs> you know, cool. both, so, yeah. both of McDavid's wingers were traded additions. Yes, they were. Tyler Ennis and Andreas. That was it, Tyler Ennis. So, Ennis, again... Very fast, and he people don't talk about that with him. And yeah. it wasn't until he went to Toronto. Obviously, I started. Yeah, you know, I, I watched quite a few of the Toronto games. My wife being a really big Leafs fan, um, you know, she sits through the Flyers games with me. <laughs> and honestly, if it's Flyers and Leafs on, Flyers is always on. It's fairly good fun. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if if they're both playing at the same time, Flyers will be on. Um, but I, I do like watching the Leafs. You know, they're a bit of a second team. And I do remember when they got Tyler Ennis a couple of years back, and it was, wow, okay, he's... I knew he was a decent player. You know, he's yeah. not your top guy, but he's a good good second, third liner. Elite third liner, I suppose, is the best way of putting it. Yeah. He can fit in on the second, but realistically, he's a very good play driver on the third. Yeah, but with... But his speed, I never knew he was quick. And with McDavid <laughs> feeding in the park, you're going to be okay. Just crashing that. Yeah, you're you're, you're going to get 20 goals just by going straight into the net. Yeah. As uh, was it Bissonette keeps saying, if he was still playing now, I'd just chuck him on McDavid's wing and be a fucking <laughs> yeah. 30 goal scorer. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Genuinely. Um, I have a few just to run through, which kind of people, like big names who have gone to different places. So uh, Peugeot was obviously talked about for ages. He uh, went to the Islanders for a first, a second, and if they win the cup, a third. The first lottery protected. Yeah, so that sounds expensive to me, but then he's also got a lot of upside in the, in the coming years. Yeah. Uh, I think it's too much. Um, I am really happy, though, because the word was that the abs were in on that, so I'm just happy they didn't pay that for him because oh, yeah. I just don't want to do that. Um, so, yeah, fine. Uh, we're also Alec- not going to win the cup, so... No, yeah, exactly. Not so, actually as first, expensive first, as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Alec Martinez went to Vegas to try and shore up the D. Uh, competent second liner. 
for them. Yeah, that that's on it. Fine. Yeah, cool. Good. Be Nothing wrong fine. with that. Um, slightly more uh, of a blockbuster a bit earlier uh, in the week was Tyler Defoley going to mm. Vancouver. He did really well in his first. Uh, so he went over there for Shala uh, M- Yep. <laughs> a second and a fourth. So, uh, I found that odd that they Shala, traded, traded up to there, up to Vancouver. But, okay, whatever. They're not going to compete with them this year. True. So... I'll say you have to uh, yeah just just after Christmas they did pretty much come out and admit that yeah right yeah, we, no, yeah, no, at this point we know we fucked up well <laughs> it's fair I mean they were doing so well with Kovalchuk so um, <laughs> yeah um, the Wayne train Wayne Simmons is in Buffalo what, what did Wayne do to piss people off seriously <laughs> I don't know like, <laughs> I feel so but, sorry so he'll probably be with who Eichel or Reinhardt or like I, I actually think his game will do well there yeah, he's he the kind of player that they bang, need. Crash. He can have some fun with that. Yeah, he's right. not been playing that well, but nah. stick him on the line with Eichel. Yeah, it'll be right. Just for a few games. Doesn't have to be with Eichel permanently, but <laughs> just for a few games, get his confidence back. Let him yeah. crash the net, get the dirty goals he's, well, well, used to be one of the best in the league at getting. Yeah, and he'll be absolutely fine. Get his confidence back, because he's, he's had a bad time in yeah. uh, Nashville. wasn't great. No. I didn't think they utilised kind of, him properly. Yeah, and the Devils, it's just gone to shit. Yeah. All this thing, him and Subban coming in was supposed to be massive. Um, and a lot of pressure got put on him because as soon as Subban started underperforming, they're like, okay, cool. Well, you were the other big signing. It's like, even though he wasn't, like, <laughs> just, uh, even though he wasn't really a big uh, signing, but because yeah. everyone still remembers Wayne Simmons from his, his well, years. I would say peak. I mean, he might still, he's still young enough to pick it up again, yeah. but his current peak that he's had was with the Flyers where he was banging in 30 goals, yeah. like, guaranteed. Yeah. You know, and people are still imagining he's that. Yeah. Ignoring the fact that he's only, was he, 1.5, I think he's on? Oh, yeah, he's on. He's yeah, on, like, yeah. tiny, yeah. But everyone's like, yeah, but you're the blockbuster signing. He's not. He was, <laughs> no. just, he was a great pickup, don't yeah. get me wrong. He's a solid, de- like... But they would chuck the pressure as if he's getting paid 7, 8 million. And to my mind, he's, <laughs> he's the Val Nuchuskin of uh, New Jersey. He uh, yeah. has a really high upside and really low cost. Mm. And also kind of high risk. Chukin's worked really well at a kind of second, third line role, mm. which is, I think, where he'll fit really well. And I hope we keep him. I hope, I hope we keep him for a long time because they showed some amazing stretches. Mm. Um, but I think if you put him on the first line and go, right, do your stuff, he'll be like, hold on, what? Sorry. Like, that's not why I'm here. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, speaking of not why I'm here, uh, Marlowe has gone over to Pittsburgh and he appears yeah. to be a... Uh, uh, veteran to win a cup uh, vote yeah. for this year. It's made a huge difference with their three losses since the trade. Exactly. What? It's been great. What? Uh, the Sharks are a mess, but that's an entirely different story. Yeah, I mean, um, that's just giving him a shot. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. He could have come to Philly, could have gone to Pittsburgh, could have gone to... I don't know, he could have gone to the Caps. They haven't got the Caps face. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he could have gone to anyone in the Metro, basically, yeah. if he wanted a shot at the Cup. <laughs> so he was yeah. like, you knew he was going to end up somewhere in the Metro. Yeah. Well, he you went know f- what? Pittsburgh, they're the, they had the most Cap space to spare. Yeah. It was a third. Why not? was a second if they win the Cup. Low, yeah. Fine. That's a low. It's just classic yeah. fucking Pittsburgh at the moment, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> um, the, uh, Caps, <laughs> the Caps now have the most Russian players on a team. Uh, in uh, Alex Ovechkin, oh my god, why am I doing this to myself? Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Orlov, uh, their goalie Samsonov, and now Kovalchuk. Uh, so obviously Kovalchuk's going to be the most they've had. Devils. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I was saying. Uh, it might be the most active. Because, so obviously the Red Wings had the Russian five. Just so, at the moment, I think it's the most active. Currently, yeah, I was yeah, going to say, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But maybe they've tied the most. No, I think it's the most active. There's like an overall record as well. I think it's the most active Russian players uh, with five. By the way, on that note, really just recommend that if you ever get a chance to see the film The Russian Five, watch it. Really interesting about how how the Red Wings basically helped a load of Russians defect um, during sort of pre-Olympic tournaments and things like that, defecting (laughs) to the US to come play for the Red Wings. Um, And the impact that obviously had on the game today as well as being a big political thing. Cool. Anyway, back to what we were saying, but if you get a chance to sit, it's really interesting. You don't have to be a hockey fan. It is yeah. the political stuff is like, wow, really? That's fucked. <laughs> Just yeah. to play a sport. That's nuts. Yeah, it does sound a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the final one is Marlo. No, no. Oh my god. Oh, where, did, where did Marlo go? Uh, he went home. Trocheck <laughs> uh, to Carolina. Yeah. For Eric Holler, uh, uh, Lucas Walmark, and two others. 
Um, and f yeah, I I feel like Hollow did really well in Vegas, fine in uh, Carolina. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was all right in Carolina. He was solid. He did what he needed to do. But that's, that's not a bad trade for uh, Florida to make because they've got a kind of third, can possibly be second line center mm. in Hollow. And then get value back for Trocek. So, yeah, it could be worse. By far. Yeah. No, that's that, not that bad. That's my super in-depth beer can review <laughs> of the trade deadline. Awesome. Well, I think that's about it really to talk about in terms of actual supporting stories. Um, just because we're out, say we're out skiing, we've not really been following it that closely. We should have been literally skiing and drinking all week. Pretty much. <laughs> so this is very much to just chuck stuff together. Well, I had trivia, but the bad news is my phone's got so cold it died. No. Yeah, so we did actually. Yeah, we had some... Um, <laughs> um, so we might, we might uh, come back in a bit and do them. Yeah, so we'll revisit that one at some point. Um, but you know what? We're going to go in, we're going to cook some dinner, and Come we'll on. either record it tomorrow or later tonight. We'll add it on to the end. Later tonight sounds good when we have finished this bottle. Sweet. See you in a bit. Okay. Okay, guys, we are now back outside, ready to uh, record the very final bit, a bit of trivia. He says mm. Orlando definitely is not ready. Of course he's not ready. Yeah. Amateur. Um, yeah, so we've just been prepping dinner for everyone, so... Uh, all goods in the oven. Um, curly fries. Yeah, so curly fries, chili. So, yeah. you know, classic meal. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be healthy on the mountain. Actually, it's very healthy. It's one of those. It's, uh, it's one of my chilies, so it's just got a shit ton of veggies in it, as well as meat. Oh, I, so one of the other trivias I have is ski ballet, uh, but we'll deal with that another time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, so my trivia for you... Uh, is to deal with all slope style terminology. So, obviously, slope style is an event we've talked about in the past where uh, you get uh, two runners on the course and six judges assess their performance on four factors the height of their air, the rotations, their technique, and the de degree of difficulty for what they do. Uh, each judge then submits a score, the highest and lowest are discounted, um, and the four remaining scores are then averaged, and that makes up the score for the run. The maximum score is 100. Uh, and the athlete's best run of the two is the final score. Right. Okay. So, what I'm going to say is I'm going to tell you the terminology and you have to tell me what it means. Right. Okay. okay. Give it a go. Yeah. Happy? Mm-hmm. Cool. So, we're going <coughs> to... We're going to start with a cork. Do you know what a cork is? Oh, that's a... It's where you... <coughs> you do a twist in the air. Yeah. Um, but you twist parts of your body at different times. So the top will spin and then the back follows, like a corkscrew. Not quite. <sighs> um, you're, that guess terrified me. I thought I got it wrong and I got the answer in front of me. Uh, so the rider dips their head below their skis or board while performing a 360 spin, which is off-axis uh, rotation. Uh, and if they perform it twice in one jump, it's a double cork. Cool. Okay, so head below your skis or board. What on earth is that? It's a uh, groomer heading up. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, head below your skis or board. Rotation. It's a mini groomer heading up. Ah. Fuck's sake. Of course it is. Oh, well. Okay. I can picture the cork. I just, just didn't describe it very well. Yeah, that's, that's good. Well, I'll take that. What is a tranny? Am I looking at one right now? <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously short for transition. Okay. What's the transition? That's how you get between one from one trick to another. Yeah, yeah. So it's the area between uh, jumps and features. What's a kicker? Uh, well, jump. Yep. Uh, what's a stomp? That's how you land, isn't it? Yeah, it's a solid landing. You're doing well at these. What's a knuckle? Uh, I'm going to say in what term, but to me, a knuckle would be is something you do a trick on. Not quite. So it's where the jump then meets the flat section for the downhill transition. So if the athletes don't hit that downhill transition, it makes doing the trick hard. So your knuckle is obviously as the jump comes up, you've then got the flat peak and the knuckle is then when it goes downhill again. So you actually okay. need to get over the knuckle to do a trick to yeah, land on the yeah, downhill yeah, yeah. and carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sound like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, what is hang? That's how long you're in the air. Yep. Hang time. What's well, rail? That's a rail, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> that sounds really sweet, but it's, it's just the rail that you grind on. It's a grind so rail. These, these are all mixed. <laughs> so I'm just rail. going through them as they yeah, come yeah. up. So there'll be some harder, some easier. <laughs> um, so it's a metal pipe that athletes jump onto and slide along before jumping off. What's a kinked rail? Uh, wavy one. 
pretty much. It's a metal rail that includes a fat, flat section in the middle, which increases difficulty. Essentially a stair rail, like yeah. you see in like Tony Hawk's and shit like that. Yeah. 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 What is a front board? It's obviously a snowboard trick. Front board? Yeah. I'm going to say it's, <coughs> it's either going to be, well, it can't be a grabbing of it because that's a front grab. So I'm going to suggest it's, it's like, uh, is it like skateboarding when you do like a manual on the front? And you just sort of, you just on the front, you lift the back of the board up and you just got the front, the nose of the board. Um, not quite. Oh, so okay. it's, to do with where <laughs> it's to do with where your torso is facing. Oh, okay. So a front board is when you travel along a rail with a snowboard and chest facing up the slope. What's a backboard? <laughs> say the opposite. <laughs> yeah, when they're facing down the slope. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Find it odd that that's that way round. Yeah. To me, it would make sense to have the front, the back. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, anyway. Um, what is a pretzel? A really tasty snack <laughs> that goes well with mustard. <laughs> so, a rider will spin onto a rail, slide down it, and spin off the rail in the opposite direction. So you twist on, down, twist off the other way. That's literally all it is. Yeah. I mean, I love the name. I feel like it should be way harder just because of its name. Yeah. But, huh, never, no, never no, heard of that one. I like that, that sounds doable. I say, it sounds yeah. doable, but also tasty. What is a line? A who? A line. A line? Well, it's A to B, isn't it? It's the actual route. Yes. It's a rider's path. Yep. Because there you have, like, you have three options on slope style. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, different options. It's basically into, lines. yeah, isn't it into, like, sections? Yeah. So you have, like, three or five sections, but then you can go middle, different left, or right. Yep. And then you yeah. can kind of... Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the line is which one they choose. Yeah. Goofy. That's, that's SSX coming for me. Uh, oh, shit. Which way is it? Goofy is... So, ah! so Goofy is obviously the riding style. You know that from everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's Goofy or regular and it's nowhere specific. I'm pretty sure Goofy is left foot forward. Goofy is right foot at the front of the board. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's the other one. So I, okay. Well, yeah, so I was trying to think about that because I, I know that I ride Goofy, but I couldn't remember whether I ride Goofy on a longboard or on a trickboard. So on oh, a okay. trickboard, I'm left foot forward. On a longboard, I'm right foot forward. Okay. So I, and I remember good. someone saying I rode Goofy. Yeah. And I had no, I couldn't remember which one it was on. <laughs> okay, yeah. bugs. What's, <laughs> what's a fakie? Uh, fakie. Ah, oh, shit. I should know this. That's going to bug me to hell. I did one earlier today. Good for you. Thanks. Hmm. <laughs> well, if it wasn't your shitty jump, I was assuming it's the uh, spin on the ground. So, like, basically just slide, essentially. Almost. What what position was I in after the spin? You're going backwards. Yes. Yeah. So a fakie is when your body is facing the opposite direction to the way you're skiing. So oh. skiing backwards. Fair enough. There you go. Ah, so we both in today. Yeah. Um, left side spin. Uh, left side spin, and this is ski specific. Spin to the left. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you spin. I was thinking like, wait, is there a trick on this? To the left. Yeah. No. That's right. Uh, right side spin. <laughs> Into the spin left twice. Yes, <laughs> it's been left three. The other times. left. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> snowboard specific backside rotation. Uh, backside rotation is that when you're and therefore frontside rotation is the other one. But yeah, so backside rotation. I feel that's where you're doing a backslide, which is the back end of your board sliding uh, or the tail of your board sliding, and you kind of spin on it but I, I feel like I'm reading too much so, into it. Yeah, you are. Uh, a snowboarder rotates in the air with their back driving the rotation. For example, a regular snowboarder, so that is someone with a left foot forward, a backside spin will be in a clockwise direction. Uh, okay, fair And then front side is the opposite. Ah, oh, there you go. Never knew that one. There you go. What is Ollie? Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry, too much I want to say that. Uh, an Ollie, well, it's just a jump in it. Yep. What is straight air? It's you jump and you land without doing anything else. Yes. So, no trick. <laughs> like most of my jumps. Yeah. <laughs> so, most of mine are straight. Like, what do I mean, all, most? All, all of my jumps. Uh, Afterwards, it goes tits up like Tom Hawk. So, no <laughs> trick or spin is performed by the athlete while travelling over the jump. Yeah. Revert. Yes. The athlete changes direction while in contact with snow. Huh. Fair enough. Right, you've got one, two, three, four, five more. Speed check. You hit someone into the board really quickly. Yeah. 
happened. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know, speed trap is it? Or is it just... Speed uh, oh, so, yeah, speed trap. It's like you sort of kick out just to sweat yeah, yourself. A bit. Exactly yeah, yeah. yeah, so you perform a... <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to yeah. think if there's anything else funny I could say. No. no, no. Uh, you <laughs> perform a sharp or a quick turn uh, before carrying on forward to reduce your speed. Yeah, so it's like a speed slide in on water. Yeah, yeah. What is a cab? It's a really expensive form of transport in London. Uh, that's some reason. <laughs> so a cab is something you do off a switch. Okay. What do you think it is? So obviously switches when you're going down backwards. Well, actually, it's when you're going down your not non-dominant foot forward. But yeah, not on skis. Okay, on skis. <laughs> I thought this was. But you said this, slope style, like yeah, snowboards as well. That's both. It's both. It's both. Oh, dick. Okay. What was it? A cab. Yep. I don't know, you jump while going that way? How you do a spin? So a skier or a snowboarder who performs ah. a spin starting from a switch position. No, fair enough. Uh, a grab. Yeah, grab it. Yep. Yeah. A double grab. <laughs> well, you grab both. Both, <laughs> both hands. Yeah, both hands. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> finally, what is a rodeo? <laughs> This this was my favourite one. I was I was like through it. I saw this. And I went, yep. Yeah, you know what? Let's see this. What is a rodeo? I feel like I should know this. It's done fairly often. It's a fairly common trick. It's the one I was just trying as a sex and never managed. Which is that, that's why I'm trying to yeah. think of it because yeah, that's where I would have seen yeah. it. Other than the Olympics, that's where I would have seen it. I can't. I can't think what it is. So it's more than just a backflip. Okay. Is it, is it like the backflip, but you do like a spin at the same or a corp yeah. at the same time? Yeah. So yeah. you do a backflip with a rotation at the same time, mm. um, and that is a radio. There you go. There you go. So I've taught you all the lingo now, so you can go mm. and shred the slopes, and uh, yeah, maybe look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that that probably wraps up um, our special skiing edition uh, of the podcast because my hands are cold. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so tomorrow we actually get, well, we had some decent powder today, so yeah. it's going to be really good powder tomorrow because you actually yeah. see it skiing, um, certain across the, the valley right now, which is really cool. Yeah. It's literally everywhere apart from like a hundred yeah. meter radius from our yeah. chalet seems to be snowing, so it's going to be lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so tomorrow we'll shred some gnar, we good. We're actually going to try and play it properly as well. Yeah. I've been trying to work out how we can convert um, Verted from score to Elbow, and honestly, there's a lot of things that we really can't convert yeah. in the same way. Yeah, um, just because most decent off piste areas have been well, they were grass until yeah. this morning. So, we did. So, we found a really nice one earlier where we a couple of really nice powder we, bits, actually. yeah. We took a detail there's a lot of snow yesterday. last night, it's only been for yeah. like 10 centimeters. Yeah, it was really good. There was a couple of bits of a couple of foot. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I can um, work with this. <laughs> but we managed to actually kind of make some fresh tracks, and so that was lovely. I, that. I veered off down there and was like, guys, 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 we're gonna go down there again. And I kind of dragged them down. They're like, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> so I've been teaching uh, Orlando's girlfriend yeah. by locks, obviously, there's always difficult tree, uh, teaching a partner, yeah. Um, and having done a little instructing in the past, like you know, what, it's fine, I'll do it. And then, so I helped her down with this one. Uh, we took, you know, took it down the blue run, yeah. and Orlando got off the other way. And he just came back, like, dude, we need to go down there. <laughs> we're stopping for lunch. We're going yeah. later. Let's go. So we just bomb it down yeah. the down the red and the blue to this bit. And he's just like, I was like, where are we going? And he's just like, look, I was like, Ooh. like not a single track on it. Like it's like he hadn't even gone it on pristine, it either. He yeah. just gone round it before. Like we have to do it. It was just. Blank. It was like a like a pillow. Yeah, it was like it was oh amazing. my god, it was so nice. It was really nice the scooter as well. And like the bumps just padded. It. Oh, it was good. It was yeah. Good. So hopefully more of that tomorrow. It was uh, lovely. Although Angus's skis are far too short for him, <laughs> so he didn't have the float. Nope. <laughs> I think nearly had an absolute brutal stack yeah, yeah. at one point, but no, it was amazing. Um, so yeah, so yeah, yeah we, we might add that. some more um, updates. Yeah. Probably we've only got a couple more days here, but. Yeah. If we get an opportunity, we might do an update up the mountain, which yeah. will stick into our next fully uh, full podcast. Yep. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for, for listening, guys. Yep. Appreciate it. Don't forget, we're obviously still uh, supporting the BHF as always. Uh, our links will be in the descriptions. Um, if you'd like to donate to help uh, prevent heart disease, heart um, heart failure, and all that kind of jazz, and uh, well, yeah, it's even the little things like. Uh, as far as I'm aware, BHF donates a lot of defibrillators, yeah, which obviously exactly. cause a massive, massive kind of impact day to day. So they do fantastic. Yeah, they do as well. Like, uh, 
such as uh, Angus doing um, yeah. CPR on Vladimir Putin earlier. That apparently. was his excuse for catching his legs either side of a lift, yeah. uh, being laid out to us. But yeah. it looks like our chips are burning. Um, cool, yeah, so we need to a few off. <laughs> awesome, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave reviews, five stars and all that jazz, everything you need to do to show how much you love us on your various um, podcast platforms. And uh, yeah, as always, send us your questions on Twitter, on Facebook, and all that jazz. We will see you in the next one. We will indeed. Bye. Bye. Oh, where's your normal sign off? Okay, see you. Thank you. Bye.